Hey, I'm Christina Owens, and I am obsessed with all things that reduce inflammation and helping you to live a life of true health and happiness, helping you to navigate your health and the complexity and confusion that can come with it. Health is a journey, but here we are going to make it as simple as we can because life is busy. I'm a mama of two young boys, a wife, a physician assistant, and now I host this podcast. Inflammation is at the root of all symptoms and disease. Often, when I tell women there is a reason they are feeling that way that can be addressed and removed, they don't believe me. So here, I interview amazing women who have gone through the trenches with their health, sought out conventional medicine doctors, like many of you listening, without any answers, and ended up finding the underlying cause of their symptoms, which end up to be mind-blowing. Wait till you hear. Women go from not knowing where they are in their own house, having a fatigue that is bone deep, and even needing CPR, to living a normal life. We talk about the details of how they were living prior to any knowledge of what was going on, the steps they took to find their health again, and what they can do now, what their life looks like now. Think of this as a podcast with amazing health stories to give you all the hope you could possibly need Pull up a seat and make sure you're cozy and make sure you are ready to have your mind opened up to a whole new world of possibilities. All right. Hello, everybody. Uh, This is Christina Owens, the Inflammation Mama. I'm here with an amazing guest today. Uh, This is Amy Spindle. And listen to this bio. She is a functional holistic nutritionist with a mission to help moms and kids fix their guts so they can grow and thrive without digestive distress. She applies a multidisciplinary approach to her work, exploring and supporting the body, the mind, and the spirit to determine and then provide recommendations around rebalancing the root causes of clients' digestive and other health issues. She received her master's in holistic nutrition from Hawthorne University with an additional training and certification from the School of Applied Functional Medicine and also holds a master's in social work from Columbia University. She holds both board certification in holistic nutrition and applied functional medicine certification with additional credentials in safe dietary supplement use, uh, gluten-free practice, and the culinary arts. She owns a food, or she owns Food with Thought Nutrition. I love that name, Amy. Uh, a group practice of functional nutritionists and health coaches based out of Plano. Am I saying that right? Texas? Plano. Plano. She additionally serves on the clinical education and level three exam grading teams at the School of Applied Functional Medicine. Awesome. And is the staff nutritionist for Phoebe? Okay. Uh, Phoebe is a virtual support platform for pregnant and postpartum moms. And Amy enjoys hiking, cooking, gardening, spending time with family, traveling, playing board games, and the flute, and studying about wonders, wondrous world of gut microbiome. Oh, man. So, guys, anybody listening in, especially moms with kids and gut listening, we have so much to talk about today. Amy, if you could start with your story about kind of where, where you and your son were sick and where you went from there, what that looked like for you. Yeah, sure. And and thank you, Christina, for having me today. It's a pleasure to be able to chat about this stuff because I see so many people coming in my door with these issues and they always sound so surprised that other people are experiencing this too. Um, So I didn't really realize 
that I was having so many health issues until my son was born. And I think my health issues really started probably around the age of 12 when I decided to go vegetarian. I was not a great vegetarian. I didn't know X from Y, you know, coming to planning an appropriate diet. I ate a lot of pasta. I ate a lot of pizza, but it was all plant-based food. So it must've been great for me. (laughs) That's kind of where I was coming from. Um, and fast forward, um, I was working as a pastry chef and I got pregnant and had my son. And when he was born, we realized when he was only a few weeks old that he was severely allergic to corn. I mean, he would start projectile vomiting the moment it even crossed my lips, let alone (laughs) ate. Um, and I was really, really committed to breastfeeding him. I knew at least at that point, how important breastfeeding was to developing a healthy gut microbiome. And it was something I really wanted to do because my mom wasn't able to breastfeed me. And so really just taking inventory of, you know, where are we at? What do we need to do? Um, so cut corn out. I didn't notice a difference, but he stopped projectile vomiting. Um, but he also started falling in his growth curves and falling in his growth curves and falling in his growth curves. And we really couldn't figure out what was going on, um, until I started doing some food eliminations and, we realized pretty early on dairy and soy were not good for him. Um, citrus would make him break out. Um, and then by about 18 months old, he finally hit failure to thrive. Things weren't improving enough. And he was also still at that point waking up about four to eight times a night. So I was exhausted. Um, so we ran some testing, figured out he's got some markers that could be associated with celiac disease, no family history, complete mystery where it may have come from, no genetic predisposition. Um, jury's still out if that's exactly what it was or not, but we pulled gluten and at any rate, he started growing again. And that, that was kind of the, the missing piece there. Um, yeah. And I realized after we pulled gluten for him, I just pulled gluten from the whole household and I started to feel better. I didn't realize how not well I felt, um, until I pulled out the gluten. And then I started digging backwards and realizing, um, I had been a C-section baby and I hadn't been breastfed and my gut microbiome apparently wasn't great just from childhood. My mom would tell me stories about um, just the symptoms I had and frequent antibiotic use. And I had allergies early on to a a lot of antibiotics. And so it was interesting to go back and look and see how this might've progressed for myself. Um, During the time when my son was struggling so much and I was so sleep deprived and kind of coming off of this vegetarian diet, I mean, I was pulling in chicken soup. I was pulling in chicken. I was pulling in some fish. Um, I don't think it was still quite enough because I realized once I started pulling B vitamins and I started to feel a lot better, um, and uh, sorry, I had forgotten to mention. So just in the context of all this, I was experiencing postpartum depression, um, and pretty severe postpartum depression. And that rolled into a two and a half year diagnosis of major depression. Um, so, you know, just looking back at all of this and kind of coming forward from it between the insomnia, the depression, my son's health issues, it was a lot to heal from. Um, but that's really, you know, I think at my most symptomatic, kind of that lowest wow. point. And so. in that moment, when you were at your lowest point, um, this is, you had already, you thought you had already started to bring in animal meat mm-hmm. and your son was getting a little bit better now that you guys were off of the gluten and you knew his sensitivities, which by the way, you found the sensitivities through elimination diet. Yeah. We didn't know about okay. testing at that point. So yeah, we had just eliminated a bunch of things. Okay. And then in that moment, where did you go from there? Because when people are feeling in this really down space, right, you, where, do you, where do you turn? Not only maybe you don't have the motivation to, but 
where did you go from there? Oh, it's so hard to find, you know, what, what the next step is when you feel so ill. Um, I had a friend who was seeing a naturopath at that point. Um, so tried to start getting connected into there. She was the first one who had brought up the possibility of things like Lyme, other infections. Um, I was still breastfeeding at that point. So we didn't touch any of that. Um, but at least I started to get some answers as to why I might've just been not feeling well on top of lack of sleep and, and mental health pieces, or even how those might tie in. Um, and then she started having me add in things like salt because I was apparently really, really low in, in salt, even though that's not something that we commonly think of being low in. Um, and just really supporting my adrenals just from years of not sleeping <laughs> at that point um, and making big dietary changes. So not only the gluten-free, um, but putting in nutrients. And so I think it's a really big pitfall when we get onto a gluten-free diet to think it's automatically healthy. Um, and then I started to learn about nutrition labels and looking at what was actually my food. I realized like the gluten-free stuff I was eating was really high in sugar. It was really high in starch, which breaks down to sugar didn't have the added vitamins that our wheat supply is, is supposed to have in it. So I was running on more insufficiencies. I think when I had finally pulled the gluten, but had started to pull in the animal meat. So we really started to dial in on diet and make some shifts there. And around the same time, I also got in with a really great homeopath to try to work on an energetic level as well. Um, and that was really the start of between the diet changes and um, getting some of my depression and, and also some anxiety from the insomnia under control, um, mm -hmm. being able to have more energy than to cook more and to prepare my own food and, and really get a better hold on some of the diet pieces. And certainly my son was benefiting from that too. Cause that's when we finally started to see him sleeping a bit oh, better. God. So he went from eight wakings a night to one waking a night and it was dramatic. I know. Oh my you know. gosh. That's life-changing in and of itself. It really, really and he was. was 18 months at or maybe almost two years at this point, right? So he was about two and a half years at that point. Um, so we had started to work with the homeopath with him, started to work on gut healing with him. Um, we were finally able to to get the information to pull a stool test on him. His gut was a disaster, not surprising, um, just wow. based on his symptoms and, and really start to work with that. So, Okay. And then would you say that through the lifestyle change alone, um, which... Can you give me an example? So you pulled the gluten-free. Was there mm -hmm. like an anti-inflammatory diet cookbook that you went to? I mean, I know you were working with a naturopath, like, but was there some kind of a guided nutrition plan that you somebody know, I can wish identify I could, with? Yeah, I wish I could say at that point I knew of one. I didn't. I had gone through culinary school, so I just kind of knew like whole foods, whole foods, whole foods, okay. eat a lot of plant foods, and that was what was guiding me. Um, but since then, I mean, I've certainly found like um, – I don't remember names here, like Sarah Ballantyne. Um, she's got a beautiful autoimmune paleo cookbook. Um, there's a lot of paleo cookbooks. And those were things that I brought in after I started feeling better, just okay. because that's where my research led me. Um, and by that point, I had also enrolled in nutrition school. Um, I've been so inspired. But yeah, I mean, I, I would say now too, because it's almost a decade later, like the internet has so many resources. There's so many great blogs, like Paleo Running Mama is a really great one. My favorite. Yes. Oh my right? gosh. I send All so many people there. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because her recipes just work. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's a bunch of great ones. Alana's. They all she, just turn out good. Everyone, yes, exactly. You know? So exactly. fantastic. And she's got ah. like all different meals, all, all different kinds of meals. Um, and I love Alana's pantry. I think that's a really great one for people that are needing to still have some like baked goods and some treats in their diet and not feel deprived because that'll make mm -hmm. it easier. 
Um, and she's got, um, I think she might've had uh, multiple sclerosis. So she really documents her journey coming out of that through her blog and then through her cooking. So it's a really neat one. Um, and, um, cooking and Kate is another great one. It's plant-based. Um, some of the recipes are really, really fantastic as anti-inflammatory, lots of plant-based things, but with a good amount of protein, which is my pitfall. <laughs> so, ah, uh, yeah, I know. Um, okay. And then after you started implementing, which we'll call now a paleo autoimmune anti-inflammatory diet, do you feel that you have like a 90% turnaround. Cause I know that, you know, as a functional medicine practitioner, there's a very deep hole that you can go down finding mold and toxins and underlying infections and all these things, parasites. Oh <laughs> now, were, would you say, and we can get into that, but did you, would you say that even just through diet and lifestyle alone, there was a dramatic change? I mean, the sleep alone was a huge change for your son, but um, before getting into all the, I'll call the fancy deeper stuff. Do you feel like lifestyle was a pretty big turnaround for you? Yeah, I really think it was with diet and what we haven't talked about is just stress management. And I think that was the other piece of it for me was really just letting go of some things that I didn't have control over. Um, you know, letting go of some really high expectations to have to do everything perfectly as a first time mom. Um, surrendering to the fact that maybe I need to spend more than six to eight hours in bed just to get six to eight hours of sleep at night. Yeah. That was a huge one for me just because it eats up so much time out of your day. But like when you're tired, you can't function. Right. Um, so I, I think those are big pieces. Um, definitely in and out of therapy over the years, um, breathing techniques, meditation, things like that. I think we're also super, super important. Um, reflex integration was another one that I ended up drawing upon. And, and I think something that we, we don't talk about often, um, just in terms of what ramps up the nervous system. Cause for me, that was definitely a, a really big piece. And this does start to get more into that esoteric stuff. Um, and, you know, maybe we talk about that later of, you know, just other avenues to explore that could be really helpful that tend to be impacting large numbers of people, but aren't necessarily the first thing that you would go to, right. um, but yeah, for sure. You know, getting, getting the stress under control for me was massive, massive. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. Um, I would say that was, I mean, you tell me, but I would say stress is stress management is really, really up there uh, on one of the underlying things that causes all these sicknesses, disease and chronic illness. Um, well, yeah, thank I mean, you for touching. Yeah. And thank you for touching on what you did. That's what I was going to ask you. Did you do meditation? Did you do, you know, how did you get through that? But, um, and then, you know, my, I'm going to first ask you briefly in this journey, did you go to a bunch of conventional doctors and get a bunch of different diagnoses first before oh, you turned yes. into the food? Okay. Yes, absolutely. Because I was just chasing things like something's not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. What do I do about it? Somebody fix this. Right. And yeah, I mean, lots of conventional testing, lots of infectious disease panels, right? Like lots of just trying to figure out what was off, you know, basic level thyroid testing, certainly not what I know better about today, but you know, just, you know, is your TSH off? Okay. Well, you know, maybe that's a piece of it. Um, 
And same for my son. I mean, they were doing blood work. I look back on the blood work now and I look at it totally differently than what he had had, but um, yeah, just, just lots of trying to figure it out with my son. We were actually, we had the unique opportunity of being at an integrative practice and it still wasn't getting us where we needed to be just in terms of um, pulling in the right supports for him. I think, you know, what you were saying in terms of these foundational pieces, right? The diet, the lifestyle, they were trying to uncover, you know, bugs under a rock (laughs) and figure out, you know, where's the needle in the haystack as opposed to focusing on these bigger ones. So I I had a completely opposite experience than my son coming into where we were trying to move forward from, but you know, I think it can go both ways. I think to your point, it always comes down to what can you do in the immediate that's going to shift the foundations to promote a, a, a platform of health and healing and then go from there to find these you know needles in the haystack or these more esoteric things um, that's a great point that you just made um because I think well first of all you know I do this podcast so that a lot of people who only know their primary care doctor or the doctors that they've seen so that they know that there is something underlying causing the symptoms that they're having you know having depression or having anxiety is not just to take, you know, an antidepressant pill or an anti-anxiolytic or something like that, but to keep searching. But not only that, I love that you just touched on, you know, some people are like, all right, well, where do I start? Do I go down this whole rabbit hole of testing, which, you know, can be very beneficial? Or do I, can I, can I start with just food and some movement, you know, some exercise? And is that enough? now before we go deeper exactly it might be it might move the needle enough that you're in a better place to then be able to explore some more avenues or take care of yourself in a new way yeah Um, it's all these little incremental steps and I think it you know to your point it really starts with can we bring down inflammation can we create a baseline can we put these little pieces you know I, I did meditation five minutes a day that's all I could handle at the beginning sure and it was enough you know, or I did a breathing exercise or two, you know, that's two minutes a day. And just to try to downregulate my nervous system to try to not be so stressed out all the time. Yeah, that's so powerful. And then um, one of the, you know, last things I really want to ask is if now you're here, you have a wealth of knowledge, but um, did you ever end up doing testing on yourself and your son I would say, you know, maybe not now, but closer to that time, did you ever end up getting testing done that showed an underlying parasite or toxin or mold or candida? Did it show, did you ever do any of that? Or did you just, you know, what you did and the things that we just talked about really got you out of it and there was really no need to do that? Or was there something that came to surface? Yeah. And I think, you know, just based on my health history, I had a history of mercury. So I figured that was probably somewhat mm-hmm. in there and yeah, mercury kept coming back as high for me and impacting my energy levels. Um, you know, and I don't want to discount the importance of these underlying things that I did. Right. Because I, I do think I, I wouldn't have been able to start moving mercury until I had done some of these, you know, diet changes, support my detox pathways. Um, you know, calm my nervous system down, figure out what was driving it. Um, and yeah, I, I do think testing helps. Um, I did end up 
trying to think back. I did end up doing some extensive hormone testing, um, checked my cortisol levels, um, spent a good amount of time really just trying to, again, support my stress levels and decrease them. And now I can see it on paper too, um, and monitor it that way. Um, you know, thinking back nutrients were a huge piece for me. Nutrients were one of the root causes that made me more susceptible to depression, um, especially coming off of this vegetarian diet that I think really laid a, a groundwork for me to experience it. Um, so for me, getting my B vitamins under control, getting my magnesium under control, getting my minerals in general under control. Yeah. And that, that's been a constant process for me. Um, I did do a stool test at some point, definitely not as early on as my son did. Um, but yes, definitely found parasite, general dysbiosis, not surprising given my initial history and then my, my dietary choices for 30 some odd years. Um, so yeah, definitely some cleanup work after that, but I didn't run those things until I had gotten my baselines a little bit more under control and then said, okay, now I'm hitting a wall. Now what do I need to do? Because now I've stopped making as much progress as I feel I should be making given the effort that I'm putting in. Now it's time to do some digger deep, deep deeper digging, my goodness, and testing <laughs> and see, like you know, what so was much. laying out there. Yes. I like that so much. Um, it's so helpful because again, sorry, my 10 month old is in the background for anybody listening, but um, it's such a, it's so important to understand the connections between food and our health. And, you know, I talked to so many people who really don't make this connection still yet. I think there is a big shift right now happening where there, you know, a lot of people are becoming so much more aware. Um, but I, I appreciate so much you sharing this journey um, because to take you from a space of being in postpartum depression and then even further depression for two years. And then, and then on top of that, needing to handle and take care of your son who also had, um, you know, all of these health issues. So the fact that you were able to take these tiny, but ending up being big steps with just your lifestyle and nutrition and managing your stress and your nerves and all those things and letting it be a journey and continuing to just read and understand and, you know, what is the next thing I could do? Um, it's so important because everybody can start there. Anybody listening to this can start there now and, and make, start implementing these little changes to change their life, you know, and then to know that people like you are out there that everybody can go, go to. And if they needed, you know, further help or if they needed further guidance or if they needed structure or further testing, if that was part of it. And that they can see you and they don't have to be living with the things that they're living with right now. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, there's, there's hope for change out there. It's sometimes just connecting with the right people and figuring out who's yeah. the next person on your journey that you need to consult with. And go and Yes. And before I ask you to tell everybody listening where they can find you, can you answer one question for me? Um, what, I know there's a million things and we just touched on so many of them, but what is one thing that you would tell somebody right now who is not feeling good, who is not, um, not getting up in the morning um, with hope? What is one thing that they can do right now to shift their health? What, which was the one thing you would pick as the most powerful? 
gosh, there's so many options and so many things and it's that really we can actually, do, but yeah, it's such an unfair question. I really shouldn't ask it because <laughs> the whole point of this podcast is that it's a whole whole body approach, right? Like right. You need to address all of them. But what's one thing somebody can start with? <laughs> well, I think what stuck out to me the most, you know, just within that prototype is finding a piece of hope, even if it's a teeny tiny little shred and changing that mindset around it, because that can be energizing in and of itself. And so to be able to say, okay, you know what, listen to this podcast, or, you know, I talked to this friend and maybe there is hope that my energy can shift from a two to a three and somebody can help me get there. Even just telling yourself that and repeating it and repeating it out loud and repeating it in the mirror with conviction can make a big difference in if you're going to be able to take the next step or not. So even silly sounding, but it, it can really, really help to shift the needle even just a little bit to get moving. So much, if not the most powerful foundation, if you cannot shift it and change it in your mind, then, you know, it's going to be pretty difficult to shift it and change it in your reality. So um, exactly. I really exactly. like that a lot. And where can everybody um, find you and reach out to you? Where's the best place for them to go? Yeah, thanks. So my website is foodwiththoughtnutrition.com or I'm also on Facebook and Instagram at foodwiththoughtnutrition. Food with Thought Nutrition. I'm going to put that in the notes below, um, both of those places that you just told me so that people can reach you there. Um, If anybody listening is dealing with literally anything from just not feeling yourself to being, you know, full-blown autoimmune disease to even dealing with cancer, any of these things, it is not off the table. Every single piece of your health can be addressed. Um, and Amy can do that with you. She has, um, many of you don't know, but the things that I mentioned in the, uh, in the beginning with all her credentials, um, she's an amazing, an amazing resource for you guys to, um, touch base with, follow her, reach into her world a little bit, um, because you don't have to be living how you are living. So Amy, thank you so much for being on this podcast and sharing you and your son's story. Um, I really, really appreciate it. Thank you, Christina. I appreciate you having me. And hopefully this will inspire somebody to even make a tiny shift for themselves. There is hope. Yes, there certainly is. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And have a great rest of your day, everybody.